0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Across the Board Best Bets YouTube show and podcast. I am your host, as always, John Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Cleveland Spider. It's spider spelled with a Y, -Y S-P-Y-D-E-R. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Chandler Adams. Chandler can be found on Twitter at Chandler Adams with two S's on the end. Chandler, it is week 10, uh, oh, it's also Friday the 13th today, so let me show off my awesome Jason Voorhees mm-hmm, shirt. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. Friday the 13th, uh, usually an unlucky day, although really, if you're a Templar knight, it's pretty unlucky, but for everybody else, it's kind of just a silly superstition, but also get to watch the Friday the 13th movies tonight. i have to figure out which ones to watch later. Uh, anyways, we'll get to that at I some other point. I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh,
1: Leatherface today. Ooh. The original? Yeah. Or the remake Original. one wasn't as good as I remember. Really, oh, it's ah, it's, awesome. it's such a good movie. Here's the problem: it's creepy as hell. That um, okay, I I usually I ma- I like to make jabs like oh you old man, this is sure. this one is which yeah. is true. I'm old and a man. Okay, this one is simply so just um, people born late '90s like I am are just accustomed to a certain kind of quality. Yes. So that definitely already puts a stinger like in a movie or a show when I see, you know, grainy film or whatever. So it's just like a, like, it really is just like a spoiled, the spoiledness of my generation. And, but, um, yeah. Speaking of scary movies, conjuring three is coming out. Uh, I think soon. I'm excited for that. Okay. Yeah. Those have been good. Those have been really good for
0: sure. Um, yeah, I know what you mean with the '70s stuff. You're right. '70s, '60s movies—they have a certain, qu- especially the '70s. I feel they really have a certain quality. And if you are not used to that, it looks like it was just done on like your grandfather's, like you know, handy right. cam, like you know, actual like camcorder. And it's like, uh, what is this? This doesn't look yep. good. So, yeah. Oh boy. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, you, uh, what's it called millennials are spoiled in every which way. You might as well be,
1: you know, complaining about.
0: Classic. Movie. Is it really what you are? Yeah, Gen Z? I always
1: thought I was a millennial, but I guess oh. I'm a Gen Z. He told you something
0: different. That's uh, okay. Well, welcome to, or I'm happy you're a Gen Zer. I guess so. I
1: think I'm Generation yeah, X. So we're the we're the Zoomers. Yeah. The opposite of Boomers is what everyone <laughs> keeps saying. Gotcha.
0: All right. Well, enough talk about movies and Gen Zs and Zoomers and Boomers. <laughs> uh, it is Week Ten in the NFL, and uh, so as always, I'll ask you, Chandler, how are you? How you
1: doing? I'm doing good. We finally got back on track. What was it? 2 weeks in a row where we were just shit in the bed. Um John has to tell me this all the time. Um well, now I'm Kylo Ren. Uh I couldn't tell you the reason cuz I watched Star Wars. I watched one movie. But that's unfortunate. You know, I saw it in theaters and it was so that. good. Here's the thing. I don't like Harry yeah. Potter at all. Okay. That's totally I know. No, 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 no. Listen. So- well, just listen. So, like, okay. it, the two All most right. popular movie franchises, I would say, in the world are probably Harry Potter and Star Wars. They're global. They're polarizing. Everyone's heard of them. Um, okay. So, like, just for some reason, I was like, oh, I'm going to be different. I don't want to watch the Star Wars. Well, I went with my dad and brother to watch. I couldn't even tell you which one it is. It's the one where Luke goes in the lava. Maybe it's Luke. Oh, Anakin, no. you watched revenge of the sith
0: yes okay. anakin it was you like watched 2005
1: ish in theaters okay, yeah. yes so yes great movie yes. that's exactly um what it and then like no, it's when I terrible was little i'm just saying like it was just a overall like good experience i don't not storyline none of that okay i don't know any of the storylines. Gotcha. just a gotcha. good experience okay um but so where did this start with oh i'm <laughs> kylo ren now Um, which I don't understand what that means, but John just gave me that.
0: Okay. I'll explain that real quick. Okay. Because I have, so in this whole endeavor to, uh, pick, you know, NFL winners, right. Our whole best bets show series of shows this year and last year. Okay. Uh, you have been the, uh, the Padawan learner, right. You are the apprentice. Okay. And so you didn't know much about betting and I was trying to teach you, you know, this is uh this is what a parlay is, this is what a teaser is, this is what juice means, this is what, you know, the uh all this different stuff, right? And now you have uh you've got a better record than I do this year. Um, you have been, you know, like basically like snapping back and like, you know, all the like you're the you're the student, I'm the teacher, and all of a sudden you're like, you know, thinking your head's huge, you see your king shit of the world, like you got everything figured out. And it's like, I'm just like. Jesus Christ, I'm Luke and he's fucking Kylo Ren. I mean, this kid is like, you know, I he, he learned six lessons and now he's like, I got this. I'm good. I don't need Luke anymore. I'm out. So you just took your lightsaber, burned down the temple and fucking took off. And, you know, now you're running the first order and I'm like, God damn it, I gotta I gotta disappear to an island. I'm drinking blue milk. Like, I just don't just everybody leave me alone. Eventually somebody's gonna come get me and be like, Look, Chandler is out of fucking control. You gotta come back and help out, man. And then I gotta pick up my lightsaber again and go fix this thing. So you know, that's why you're Kylo Ren, I feel. Oh,
1: so that that sounds exactly like what <laughs> it's going on right now. So I respect that. That's what I'm saying. Um it's a good analogy. Ah, damn. I hope <laughs> I if we if I win the season, we yep. are going to make shirts sure whether we're the only ones that buy them or not, whether we're the only ones that even listen to this show, maybe. <laughs> Possible. Um, oh, wait. Hi mom. No mom's listening you. Thank you, Ang. Um <laughs> I'm going to make a shirt with my face that says Kylo Ren. I don't care about copyrights. I'm going to do it. If I win. If yeah. I win. Yeah.
0: Well, don't forget the uh, the winner's uh what's it called it's dinner for the, you know, the loser buys dinner. So that's the uh you know and it, and we're talking like like uh you know, Hyde Park like steak dinner, right? Like we're going out and yeah. getting some like real okay nice you know, stuff like that.
1: for a Chipotle burrito, but I'll do it. <laughs>
0: Oh, you can, you can, you can, we're going to splurge a little on your <laughs> winnings. All right. Seven. I'll get Besides, Where are you getting Chipotle burritos for only seven bucks? That's nice. How much are That's they fantastic. around you? I don't know. I always go double meat, guacamole, queso. It's like a $15 burrito when I'm he done. seven so things and it's I can't crazy. get it
1: for the same price as the base value. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and there we go. Kylo Ren talking back to his master again. Unbelievable. Oh, so, get going with unbelievable. this. Unbelievable. All right, folks. Uh, here's the deal. Um, we have a new format for you this week, and from now on. Um, so we, you'll notice in the beginning, I didn't say DFS show. Uh, so we're going to drop the DFS portion of the show. Um, you know, it was kind of, was a fun thing to do at the end, but I, it, I, we haven't, we don't really have the time to put into it to really come up with, you know, like really killer lineups. I think we've done a good job. You know, some weeks have been really bad, but other weeks we've done a pretty good job. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't think we have enough time to devote to it to really make it worthwhile. So it feels like a disservice just to throw it in there. Like, you know, if anybody's actually listening and and, and tailing our plays and putting, you know, uh, you know, our players, our suggestions in your lineup, I don't think it's really been all that profitable this year. And so if we decide, you know, if, but look, if you want to leave a comment on the YouTube uh, video or you want know, hit us you know, hit us up on Twitter um, and say, look, you guys, I really like this, that section of the show, we want it, you know, I want it back. like we'll figure out something.'ll we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way to put it in. Maybe I'll just post a lineup in the article that we leave, um, you know that uh, recaps our best bet plays. You know, every week I can just throw the DFS lineup in there and, and keep it off the show. Or maybe we'll just add it back in, whatever. Either way, if it's something that you really miss, let us know. But otherwise, we're just going to cut that portion out from now on. So get it more streamlined, just focus on the betting, uh, the best bets, you know, things like that. Um, so along with it, uh, along with the new format, what we're going to do is, like always, we recap the prior week, of course. And then we're going to get into um, just a little segment where we're going to call it our stayaways for the week. So we're going to talk about some of the plays you know, that we really don't like, um, you know, are games that are tough to figure out or, you know, you don't see a real, you know, real value on either the side or the total. Um, you know, some weeks that might only be one or two games each. Some weeks it might be three or four, who knows. But uh, but yeah, so that'll be the, uh, the new format. So no DFS. We'll do our stayaways. Um, and then after that, uh, we'll do our little question that is, you know, has nothing to do with football, just uh, kind of a fun get-to-know-you question, and then we'll do our uh, wrap up the show with our best bets each week. So, so that is the new format. Uh, before we recap week nine, like always, real quick, we got to pay the bills. So we've got uh, two sponsors to our show. As always, they are Bovada. So you go to our website atbsports.net. You will find a link for Bovada. If you click on that, uh, and you are a first-time depositor on Bovada's site. If you use our link, they will give you a 50% deposit bonus. So just free money for, uh, you know, depositing your, uh, what's called for for uh, signing up, you know, starting an account with Bovada. So if you're thinking about gambling on, on some of the, you know, NFL, college games, whatever, um, definitely check that out on our site. Uh, also on our site, you'll find a link to the Hawaii Coffee Company. Again, click on the link there. And if you are a first time orderer, uh, you'll get a 10% discount off that order. Um, and if you, again, can't stress this enough, if you like coffee, it's great, great stuff. So definitely give it, uh, give it a shot because you will not be disappointed. So they have excellent stuff there. Um, okay, so those are our sponsors for the show. Uh, let's get into week nine's recap real fast. So as Chandler alluded to before, uh, we were both two and one last week. So really good week last week for us. And week eight was horrible because it was our first uh, combined sub 500 week, we were both one and two. So we were really screaming about the comeback, uh, you know, that week saying, let's go, we got to get it together in week nine. And we did just that. So, um, yeah, four and two combined last week, Chandler on you on the season, you are now 15, 11 and one, which is a 57%, uh, you know, hit rate, which is fantastic. Uh, I am 15 and 12. So just a half game behind you. Um, 56% for me, I mean, we're both well over 500, which is really great. Uh, and again, we just got to keep putting together the, you know, the, the above 500 weeks combined, four and two, you know, five and one type stuff. Six and zero has eluded us still. So we still don't have a six and zero week, but we've only had one week under 500 combined, mm-hmm. like I said, and we've never had, well, of course, because you're Kylo Ren and that's what you do. Um, and we've never had a – neither of us have even had an 0-3 week period. So we definitely haven't had 0-6, and, and neither of us we, – you know, we've at least won one game every single week this year. So, um, so yeah, really, really good. And like I said, before, uh, before, the, uh, before we started recording, Chandler and I were going over uh, – on ESPN, they have their chalk section, which is basically their betting you know, area um, – and they post their, uh, you know, picks every week, their best bets and stuff. There's like nine of them, and two two of the nine have an above 500 record. So, you know, I mean, that's and these these people do this for a living. I mean, this is all they do, right? This is they're just they're gambling for a living, um, you know. And they're seven of the nine of them are well under 500. So, you know, and I'm not trying to talk smack. I mean, look, they're they're professional bettors for a reason. You go through bad stretches. I'm sure they'll be fine. They'll bounce back. Like they know what they're talking about. But but the point is is You know, to point at results that we've gotten so far, I mean, there's nothing to, you know, nothing to complain about and everything to be you know, pretty proud of. So, um, yeah, so that was our segment where we pat uh, ourselves on our own backs just for a little bit there. So, (laughs) All right. So week nine Chandler, you were two and one. You had Seattle minus three minus one oh five at Buffalo. They lost thirty four to forty four. This would have been a loss for whoever got to go first, because if you if I had gone first, I would have taken Seattle first. Uh, so it, it wouldn't have mattered. We weren't getting a six and O last week, anyways, because one of us was Here's definitely losing with Seattle. Taking
1: that, I was going to yeah. take the Giants plus three versus the Redskins, so that sucks.
0: Oh yeah, that does. But
1: like it does, goes
0: on. Mm. does it does, doesn't it? Uh, you had a two team teaser that you won. It was plus six minus one twenty juice. Uh, you had <laughs> the squeaker of the week two and a half at the Jets. And they scored 13 points in the fourth quarter to come back and win by three. So you cleared that one by a half a point. Good for you, man. Good for you. Uh, you also had the Bears, plus 12 and a half at Tennessee. Uh, a, a typical Bears game, uh, little scoring. Defense keeps them close. And that covered easily on that one. So the, the Bears lost uh, uh, 24-17. So yeah, that you covered easily on that one. And then you had the Raiders and the Chargers over 51 and a half, minus 115. And that one as well. The final score was 31-26 Raiders. Uh, this you needed one score in the fourth quarter. I mean, you 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 almost had this thing in the third quarter. That was that's a really good play by you. So great job. Uh, my three, I had New Orleans plus four and a half, minus one ten at Tampa Bay. They obviously won 38 to three, which I think we were all shocked to see that. I thought New Orleans would win or you know at least cover the four and a half. I really liked them, but my God, did they just you know they just whipped Tampa. Uh, twice now in the season they i mean not, the first week one wasn't that bad but wow this was bad so um but yeah so anyways that was the win uh had arizona in the first half minus two and a half minus 120 versus miami and they lost uh the game uh i can't remember the total or the final score but uh 24 17 i believe was the score at the half yeah i mean they were losing you know the whole game basically so as soon as um uh, Kyler Murray had that weird. He was getting sacked and he was kind of being driven back, and he just was careless with the ball. And they just popped it out of his hand and returned it for a touchdown. And after that, I was like, oh boy, this is going to be, yeah, a tough game to bounce back in. So, um, Miami 2 and 0 under Tua, which is nuts, but, uh, yeah, they look good. Either way, Arizona and Miami's killed me twice in two weeks now. I, I lost, uh, week eight was the Rams bet that I lost against them, and week nine was Arizona. So I got to stay away from Miami, I guess. Um, and then my two team teaser hit. So plus six minus one twenty. I had Houston minus one at Jacksonville, which <laughs> they won 27-25. So that was I barely covered that one. Uh, and then Tennessee minus a half point versus Chicago. And again, they won 24 to 17. So um so yeah, real good week nine. Obviously, like I said, four and two. Definitely needed that one after shitty week eight, but we bounced back well. So that's really good. All right, so with that out of the way, let's move on to our new stay away segment. Um, so here we're just going to kind of go over a couple of the games, bets, totals, whatever that we just don't, don't like, don't want any part of, um, you know, this weekend. So Chandler, you got, a, uh, you got a stay away for the folks? What is uh, one game that you just can't seem to figure out uh, you don't want to bet?
1: Um. <clears throat> I'll keep it short because I talked a lot in the beginning about Star Wars. Uh, the Vikings-Bears games, <laughs> I don't understand it. Uh, Dalvin Cooks went nuts on teams that are not nearly as good as the Bears on defense the past few weeks. Uh, yep. But I don't think uh, But the Vikings defense is so bad that it's like uh, you can see the Bears scoring enough to win this game. Stay, stay the hell away from it. Or tease the Bears down to nine. Bears will not lose by more than nine. I guarantee that, but I'm not going to tease them because I've done it two weeks in a row. I'm going to switch it up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. Um, You know, it's really tough. Uh, You know, so Vikings on the road, which, you know, whatever home field advantage is irrelevant. Um, The, but uh, Kirk cousins is Oh, and nine on Monday night football, like straight up. And I think against the spread as well, like he's been awful in these situations, but Dalvin Cook, I mean, they can ride Dalvin Cook, but the Bears defense is, you know, a lot better than any they've played recently. So, yeah, I think teasing, if you're going to play this game, teasing the Bears up to nine is definitely the way to go. But I don't, that's a gross one. I don't like that one at all. So um, here's one for you. How about the Steelers and the Bengals? So the Steelers are currently seven point favorites, minus minus seven, minus six and a half, depending on where you're looking. Um, So. I mean, Roethlisberger was on the COVID list, couldn't practice all week. It looks like he's been cleared. He is uh, going to, I think he's allowed to rejoin the team tomorrow. Now, I don't think that this is an offense where, you know, Ben needs to practice or they're not going to know what to do on Sunday. Like I, you know, obviously I'm not saying that, but, um, but yeah, like Cincinnati's going to miss Joe Mixon. Their offensive line has been an absolute wreck and yet they've played well in most of these weeks. Like. I don't know. This is a tough game. Maybe you could tease the Steelers down to minus one. Just say, hey, they win the game. This would be great. But, but this is nuts. Listen, these are. This is incredible. So Mike Tomlin. Okay. So, um, he is. So the. Let's see. They barely beat Dallas last week, right? And Dallas was horrible, obviously. Okay. Before that, they had uh, they won on the road against Tennessee and Baltimore. Okay. Both teams are above five hundred. And they were, Pittsburgh was were the underdogs in those games, okay? They were not favored against Tennessee, and they were not favored on the road against Baltimore. Mike Tomlin is 17-5 and five for his career uh, uh, against the spread in that situation, okay? And this is from the Action Network's database, where they have their records that go back to 2003, or actually further than that, but Tomlin started in 2003. So this goes all the way back to them. Uh, he's the number one coach, according to them, in that situation. So being a road underdog versus sub or I'm sorry, versus over 500 teams, Tomlin is, you know, against the spread 17 and five. He's incredible. Okay. On the road, on the road now as a favorite of um, let's see versus sub 500 teams. Okay. So like last week when they went to Dallas and they were favored versus a sub 500 team, he is 15 and 28 ATS. So that's dead last in the Action Network's database. Dead last. He is horrible in those situations. On the road as a favorite versus sub 500 teams, he's 25 and 19 straight up. Like they're barely winning these games. So, I mean, he's just awful. It, like it, when it's uh, Pittsburgh against the world and they're counting us out and Tennessee's favorite and Baltimore's favorite, like he gets the team up. They play really well, they win those games. Uh, And the record shows it. But when they play these bad teams, now the difference is they are at home this week, uh, which is why this is a stay away for me, because it's still a sub-500 team. But Burrow has showed tons of life. um, And he's been very good, despite not having an offensive line, really. Uh, Mixon's out. You're going to have to use Geo, which he's been okay in those spots. But yeah, I I just don't—I wouldn't feel comfortable laying seven here. I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable taking the seven. I just— you know, if you're not going to tease the Steelers down, I, then it's a complete and total stay away for me, for sure. So um, any other games for you or stay away Chandler this week?
1: No, I'm ready to get into the good stuff. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, I will say the Washington Lions. Uh, so Washington Detroit game is a stay away for me as well. I, Stafford coming out of the concussion protocol. Um, Galladay's out. They're four and a half point favorites. I mean, Washington has a good front line, like defensive line. Um, but, you know, Alex Smith is quarterbacking, is captain checkdown. Like they're, they're not going to try to get anything up the field. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. It feels like the Lions could win, but I, I, can you trust them? And I don't know if four and a half is enough to take with Washington. I, I hate that game. So that's definitely going to be a stay away for me. Um, okay, then, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, before we get into our best bets. Uh, let's, uh, we have our little, um, question that we like to ask that has nothing to do with football, just something fun. So here's the question for you this week, Chandler. Um, let's say you were forced to be in a talent show. Okay. Someone said you have to, we need you. You got to get in this show. Um, what would be like one or two, you know, stupid human talents, something silly that you can do, uh, that you would have to, you know, remember you're forced into this. You got to run out on stage, talent show starting Chandler lights go on. What do you do?
1: I don't know. I don't have very many talents. Okay. Um I right. mean, if talent show wise, I if I'm thrown out there, I'd, I'd sing. I'd have to oh, sing okay.
0: that's that's that, that's a huge talent. What are you talking about, man? That's but, awesome.
1: Well, I I could sit here and say that I would perform uh NASA Rocket ship liftoff in front of you, but if I can't do it well, then it's not a talent. No, but can you carry a tune? I I can. I don't know how. Like, (laughs) I'll say it like this. I didn't mean for this to be such a struggle for you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Say it like this I can. I am better than the average person is singing because I understand. Notes and I can hit whatever note you tell me to, as long as it's in my range, obviously. Um, Wow, that's awesome. But like, I just, I when I hear myself, I just don't think I sound good. But I mean, I I I guess I had solos in talent shows. I I've sang in a talent show before, and we won, so I guess I'll say that.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, yeah, like when somebody asks you if you have any talents, like you don't have to search hard for it. Like you can just lead with that. Like don't bury the lead. Like like, you, if you can carry a tune, like at all that's a huge talent that's a huge talent so there's a lot of people i mean i understand music and i you know like but i can't carry a tune you know for anything that's for sure so um and also too like hating your voice or whatever like that's that's human nature too like all of our voices sound different uh actually do you know why that is why your voice sounds different when you know like the way you hear it versus the way you hear it when it's like recorded i don't because we hear it like resonating off of like our bones and things like that. So it like at the internal, you know, things in our body, basically, like that's how we hear our own voices, you know, with, through our ears. And so it always, that's why it sounds different when you hear it recorded, you know, the, the recording is just playing back like this, you know, the actual verbal audio, basically whatever came out. So, but yeah, that's why we hear it differently, um, you know, in our heads and same thing, man. Every time I listen to like when when I go back to listen to these shows, the YouTube show, the podcast, just to make sure that, you know, it came out clean and to count the number of times I say, um, and, you know, which is usually in the thousands, um, you know, so. But like, I can't stand it. I'm like, I don't know how anybody listens to my fucking voice. I can't stand it. Like, I hate my voice. (laughs) So, yeah, it's obnoxious as hell. But but anyways, okay, singing, that's cool. I mean, that's you know, that's a huge talent. So that's not bad at all. The band Dion,
1: not the band, the guy Dion from the 60s. Oh yeah, that was, I sang the song oh, yeah. "The Wanderer." It's uh, "Run Around Sue."
0: Oh yeah, "The Runaround Wanderer," Sue right? Is
1: fantastic.
0: That's a great song. Absolutely. Yeah, it I is, begged yeah. my uh,
1: okay. I was in an a cappella group in high school, and I begged my teacher to get the song because I loved it, and uh, she did. So she gave me the solo.
0: Dude, that's awesome. It's fun. That's it was really a lot cool. of fun. Yeah. Nice. Good okay. time. She wrote. Um, my <laughs> she wrote. Um. So mine would be, uh, I can say the alphabet backwards, uh, like, really fast, like, in under four seconds. Um, And so I would do that, maybe. Um, And then also, like, I I love movies, and I have a really good memory for, like, dates always stick in my head and stuff. So um, just going through, like, the list of Best Picture winners, like, for the Academy Awards, the Oscars, um, I just... Like, all of a sudden, I just started kind of memorizing, like, the years and stuff like that. So, eventually, it got to the point where I was just like, well, I might as well just go through this in order. So, so now I can go through from 2019 to, tw- you know, 1927, the first ever year. Uh, so, I, I memorized the list of all the Best Picture winners. That's so, that wouldn't be a very fantastic interesting talent. But, yeah, it would just be like something stupid. It'd be like, yeah, so you could say 1980, it would be like, well, yeah, Ordinary People. You know, 68, GG. And just go That's through, amazing. you know, all the... Best picture winner. That's incredible. So, yeah, crazy. Um, okay. So I'll do the alphabet backwards one real quick because I'm yes. sure people are gonna be like, you just said you could do it, but then you didn't do it. So okay, uh, here we go. Ready? Zyxwv. Sorry, let me start over. Z Y X W V U T S R Q P and
1: Holy shit. Okay. When you did it the first time, I'm like, this guy's playing, he can't do this shit
0: and Z-Y-X-W-V-E-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-O-K-G-I-H-G-V-C-B-A. You say
1: that faster than I so, say it? Uh, normal way.
0: Forward. <laughs> I know. I have to sing it when I do it forward. A, B, C, D. <laughs> so, all right. So, stupid talent show uh, talents. How fun. Okay. All right. Well, let's get on to the best bets for week 10. That's what all the people came for. And we have talked about Star Wars and talent show stuff enough. So, um, the records were tied last week. Uh, two and one each. And so when we're tied in a week, then we go back to, uh, who has the better overall record and that's Chandler. So Chandler, you correct Kylo. No one is shocked. You are the man. Absolutely. So, um, so you get to go first, lead us off this week. Chandler, what is your first best bet for week? So
1: I didn't like this. I didn't, I I like a lot of teases this week, but I didn't want to give two teasers. Just hate doing it. There was a way I could do my teaser and then add in an over that I really liked, and it was actually a plus 150 juice, but I didn't want to throw eight games, like, seven games out there, like, really throw people off, so. Okay. Uh, I decided I liked three of them enough. If he takes one of, John takes one of my picks, I might switch. I don't know. I like, I like a lot of them, but I don't like them, if that makes any sense, um. Not really, yeah. those are the same words. Well, so it was the way I said it, John.
0: Mm. Ah, it was the you infinite, forgot to your, take your inflection. Yes, you
1: forgot to take the interaction class. You just took grammar. Um All right. Anyway, <laughs> Bills plus two and a half right now versus the Cardinals. Give me the Bills. Uh Three point dog, two and a half point dogs. Lose by three. No, they can't lose by three right now. They can lose two. And it doesn't matter. They're winning this game outright. Josh Allen, this year, is completing 62% of his passes against the Blitz. He has 7.2 yards per attempt against the Blitz, and his QB rating is 30 points higher than last year when Blitz. Just so happens, Vance Joseph Blitz is almost the most in the NFL this year. Their defense is, the Cardinals defense is very bad. So is the Bills. Um, the over started at like 51 or something for this game. God, I wish we did this show on Mondays because that would have been,
0: here it opened at 49 oh it's currently
1: at 56 or 56 and, and We'll probably go over that but i'm not i don't have the balls to way over pick for that um but vance joseph blitz is some of the most in the nfl but they only get 22 they only get pressure 22 percent of the time that they blitz that's terrible it's terrible numbers it's not a winning mm-hmm. formula um What it comes down to is coaching and quarterback play. When teams are both this bad on one side of the ball or the other, they're both very good on offense and they're both very bad on defense. I'm taking Sean McDermott and Josh Allen right now over Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. I know Kyler Murray is, first of all, I'm seeing tweets that he is what Lamar Jackson wanted to be or some shit like that. Like calm down, calm calm down. (laughs) Lamar Jackson is still a full (laughs) head above Kyler Murray right now. So I don't want to hear that crap um but man have i turned around on my love for lamar jackson in a year um i know that was fast but that was fast. that's all i'm saying about this bills game they're gonna win it outright but i'm taking the two and a half point dog buffalo bills okay so buffalo plus two and a half
0: minus 105 at arizona okay um yeah i like it um yeah. Arizona has trouble uh, on defense. I mean, Buffalo's defense is really bad. That's for sure. Um, but Arizona is having trouble on defense as well. Uh, Patrick Peterson's playing really horribly this year. Buda Baker is on the, he's questionable to play. And I, I'm not sure they're leaning towards he will play, but man, if he doesn't play, I mean, he's Hassan Reddick's having a nice year for them too, but Buda Baker really, you know, he is the glue of that defense. So if he misses, yeah, I don't, that's going to be really tough for them for sure. So I, I definitely like this bet. Um, So, which is a great segue to the fact that, so you've got the Bills, so you've got the road team catching points, okay? So, um, real quick, just some stuff I uncovered. This is from, uh, most of it's from Sharp Football Stats. So, home teams this year in 2020 have scored exactly one more point than the road teams, okay? So, uh, unbelievable, right? Basically, 50-50, one more point for the home teams. Road teams this year are... 71, 62, uh, 71 and 62 against the spread. That's road teams. Okay. That's 54% road underdogs of less than seven points. Okay. So road dogs that are, you know, supposed to be a competitive game, such as, you know, the one you just took, right? Buffalo is a road underdog of less than seven points. Those teams this year are 37 and 19 against the spread. That's 66%. They feel good. Okay. And they're 28 and 27 straight up. So like if you just basically, um, and, and T, uh, Cleve Cleve Ta said this on the on the podcast, it was it was brilliant. He's like, if you just bet all these road underdogs on the money line, like you would be killing it. Like all the plus money you get, it, the return on investment would be just gigantic. So, um, so yeah, no, don't worry about you know, oh, but the, it's a road contest and you know they got to travel out to Arizona. Like no, 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 don't don't worry about that. Like these road teams have been have been doing really well this year, so there's nothing to. Uh, nothing to be afraid of at all. So great play Chandler. I like that one a lot for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So for my first best bets, then I'm going to get my teaser out of the way because I don't want you to snipe the teaser picks for sure. So there's, I there's, there are several teasers that I like and Seattle, uh, No, no, no. Taking the Bills up to eight and a half is another one, too, just in case the Cardinals happen to win by a field goal or something like that. But yeah, so that's that could definitely be in there. But my first best bet is going to be a two team teaser. Um, We're going to take let me make sure the lines are accurate here. We're going to take Tampa Bay, who is currently favored by six points. Yep. So Tampa Bay minus six. We're going to take them down to even to pick against uh, their at Carolina. So they just have to win the game. That's it. And then we're going to take Baltimore from minus seven down to minus one. So, um, yeah, so they're on the road at New England. We just have to have the Ravens win that game. So uh, Tampa Bay, let's start there real quick. So this is Tom Brady stuff. Since 2003, Brady has started 20 games in which his team has lost by 10 or more points, Okay, which that's remarkable in and of itself. Only 20 games since 03. Amazing in the next game, he is eighteen and two straight up and seventeen and three against the spread. And the average margin of victory in those games is just under fourteen points, basically two touchdowns uh, in his career off of a loss uh, just in general, any loss when he is favored by seven points or less the following week, he's twenty four and three against the spread, okay so now here's the thing that you know the the first thing that most people will what's up Zeus (laughs) the first thing that most people will think to say in that situation is okay but that's all most of those numbers the vast majority are with New England and that's true I mean you you definitely have to you know factor that in he was you know the quarterback of the Patriots so of course Bill Belichick is a part of those stats too but the problem is is that we've already seen this year how much the Patriots have struggled um, you know without Brady I mean Newton is running the ball at a pretty high, you know, rate he's been, and he's been good at that, but I think he has two or three passing touchdowns on the season. I mean, they're not playing well on either side of the ball right now. Um, you know, going into this season, we had all those stats about Belichick coming off a loss, right? So anytime new England would lose, we'd expect them to bounce back. They, they're, they barely ever lost two games in a row with Brady. I mean, they barely beat the jets last week. They needed 13 points in the fourth quarter to win by, you know, a field goal. Um, and before that, they had lost four games in a row. You know, this year they got they lost to Kansas City, they lost at home to Denver, they lost at home to San Francisco. Remember that 33 to six game where San Francisco whipped them, um, and then they lost by three points at Buffalo. You know, before beating the Jets by three points. So, you know, even if those numbers, you know, we're we're talking about Brady stuff, and it's oh well he was with New England. Like we clearly see that Brady is still capable of doing some you know impressive things because of the team around him. Um, whereas New England is just devoid of talent, and they can't. So I'm those stats. You know, uh, taking Brady in a situation like this, where he's coming off such a bad loss, like that's that's a really good spot to do it. Um, last week we talked about Carolina and Teddy Bridgewater and how he covers uh, like all the time, and he does, and he's been incredible in in this um, in, in his career, really as an underdog, and that's why I want to tease this game because you know. Easy to, you know, Tampa Bay wins by three, four, uh, you know, and the the teaser wins, but the actual, you know, Tampa Bay minus six isn't going to cover. So that's the reason. The one thing I will say.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. You want me to, should we continue doing the show or do you need more? You want
1: to take more See, phone. Calls? John, the thing is, I just unmuted <laughs> myself on the podcast. Now you seem like a crazy person, which you are. Now I, did you guys hear I, John I, talking to himself?
0: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, I didn't know that was gonna happen. So now I'll be prepared <laughs> next time. Thank you, Kylo. Appreciate that. Okay. This fucking kid. Um and I totally lost my train of thought. No, um, so oh, I was gonna say the one thing and th- look, this is an official pick and it's going in, you know, like I'm not I can't I'm not gonna back away from this later. But for you out there, if you're going to wait to, you know, play this, uh, to make this play, the one thing that you need to watch out for is the Tampa Bay's guard, Ali Marpet. He did not play last week. Okay. And that was huge because New, uh, New Orleans got a ton of pressure up the middle. Which is where Brady really struggles. Uh, Marpet is playing at a Pro Bowl level this year. He's been incredible. So if he does miss the game, right now he's questionable, but he looks like he's going to play, and that's a huge deal. If he plays, I feel really good about it. Carolina doesn't really get much pressure anyways, but I wouldn't fool around with it. Like if Marpet's in, I'm, you know, you're thrilled with Tampa Bay and what they can do on offense. Um, if he's not, they, they're going to have issues even versus a team that doesn't get much pressure. Um, you know, Derek Brown's been kind of a disappointment so far this year, but you know? Um, but yeah, so that's a huge part of this. Um, so we want to make sure that Ali Marpet's going to play as far as the Baltimore minus one pick against new England. Like, look, we, we've seen new England struggle all year long. Their defense is a, a, an absolute joke, an absolute joke. Um, they've just been terrible. And Baltimore has had some struggles. That's for sure. Especially throwing the ball, but they're going to be able to run the ball all day long against new England's dreadful rush defense. And that's what they want to do. Uh, Mark Ingram practiced today. He's questionable, but he looks like he's going to play. I think Dobbins will have another really good game. They're seeming to, they're getting him involved a lot more. So I think you're going to see a pretty nice game uh, from Jackson as well on the ground, Lamar Jackson. Um, But yeah, so we're just, we're just taking Baltimore. They just have to win the game by two or more. I think that's a slam dunk. So that'll be my teaser. Tampa Bay down to pick against Carolina and Baltimore minus one uh, at New England. (laughs) Also both road teams too, which crazy, but. Uh, But, yeah, so that's my first best bet of the week. Uh, Chandler, I'm assuming, did I steal one from you?
1: Yeah, you did. And also, Uh, I just want to bring back up how crazy John is, so you guys understand that. You heard him talking to himself earlier. Um, Muy, muy loco, muy. The New England uh, Ravens game down to one. Beautiful play. I thought about taking the Ravens. Seven points. I don't care. Yeah, you Um, could, for sure. But, so I'm going to, my next play is a two-team teaser. Um I had to add in a team to replace the Ravens. So I went with old reliable. I'm sending the Bears down to a nine point underdog for the third week in a row. Yep. And I'm going to take the Seahawks plus eight. See the Seahawks game is hard because part of me just wants to take the Seahawks plus two. Part of me wants to take them straight up in a win. Get a lot of juice. Um the the, the stats are split 50 50. Fifty yep. percent of them say this is one hundred percent the Seahawks game to lose. Fifty percent of them say this is the Rams game to lose. Um, so I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna mess with it. I'm taking the re- Seahawks plus eight. I could get in all the stats, but I just it would be wasting time at this point. Uh, Seahawks plus eight. I would almost put my life on it. Um. Yep. And. Don't want the parlay juice. Yeah, so um, second game, Bears. They're plus nine is what I'm seeing right now. If I take the six-point yes, teaser. Plus, yep, plus nine. Yep, so I'm going gonna to send that down. Same thing as last week. Their defense is almost too good to be blown out. Kirk Cousins is terrible in primetime games. Normally, a primetime game is something you just want to stay clear of. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, And Vegas tends to pay a little bit more attention to those. Um, So I'm going to.
0: Yeah, because the public pays more. Exactly. Attention. Very good. point. Yeah, Very so good I'm point.
1: I'm taking that a plus nine. Um, Just like what I said with the Bears last week, it didn't come true. I said they had a chance to beat the Titans, which I'm not going to sit here and say the Titans played that much better than the Bears. They won by a touchdown. But that weird mm-hmm. fumble six by Desmond King just kind of sent the game in a different direction. The Bears could win this game. The Vikings defense is that bad, Allen Robinson is that good, and Dalvin Cook has been going <laughs> off against terrible defenses. Dalvin Cook will not have 200 yards and four touchdowns this week. Fantasy owners, prepare, you're going to have to use something else other than Dalvin Cook to win a damn game. Um, I say as I had Naeem Hines who scored 29 points or something like that last night. <laughs> but um, yeah, he he killed it. Yeah, I've nice. sucked in our league, but I like these two plays. Um, My third play, I don't know if I like it yet or not, but let's hear John's second play, see if I like it. Pissed off that I didn't take it. Chicago plus nine, Seattle plus eight.
0: Yeah, That's a great teaser. I like that one a lot, man, for sure. So, um, Okay, for my second best bet, we are going to go with... Oh, good, it's even better now. I thought so. Okay, so I'm going to take, for number two, I'm going to take the over in the Broncos-Raiders game. So this is going to be Denver at the Raiders over 50 and a half. So um, the Broncos defense, um, they have had issues recently, especially the last three or four games. They're giving up uh, tons and tons of yardage through the air, especially. Um, So like fantasy wise or something, I think they've given up like 20 plus point performances the last four consecutive weeks. The Raiders defense is God awful. And they're um, like, it's, Surprised I think most people would be surprised at that because they have a winning record because you know they beat Kansas City, they beaten teams. Um, I mean they beat, you know, the Browns in that crazy win game, but um, but neither team really could throw the ball that well, and they still somehow found a way, you know, to get it done on the ground. Um, even though that's what you know the Browns had to be expecting that because who could throw the ball? Um so yeah, I mean it's just You know, the Raiders' defense is really, really bad, despite the fact that they have a winning record. Uh, They they don't get any pressure. Uh, Their run defense is pretty horrible. Their pass defense is really bad. So I'm kind of envisioning a game in which, um, you know, Carr will have a lot of success throwing the ball down the field, which is something he's done a lot more this year than ever in his past. And I've been very critical of him for that, and he has absolutely turned it around. So, you know, good on him for, you know, throwing the ball down the field. Um, You know, they... Uh, I think they're going to be able to get done what they want to get done on offense. Um, And they're going to be able to take shots when they want to. I think they're going to hit them versus a really suspect Broncos defense, uh, especially in the back end. So, and then if that's the case, you're going to get the drew lock that we've seen recently where he's just, you know, like he'll have 45 attempts in this game and probably have 340 yards. Like it's, it's going to be, you know, a barn burner. They'll just go back and forth. Um, If the Raiders are up, a decent amount, say 13, 14 points, you know, beginning of the fourth quarter, then you're gonna get, you know, this game should shoot over because the Broncos are gonna have to move the ball and they'll they'll be able to against a really bad Raiders defense. So it's just a play on both defenses being bad and both offenses being like opportunistic essentially. Um, with the Bron with the Raiders being the slightly better team. Um, I don't think they're all that great, but uh but I the Broncos plus four was another consideration for the best bets this week. Uh because I just Man, I don't love the Raiders at all, that's for sure. But, uh, but Drew Locke's hard to back too. But anyways, so we're just going to take the over in this game, roofer points. So it's, uh, let's see, Denver at the Raiders over 50.5, uh, minus 110 juice. That is my second best bet of the week. Um, Chandler, take us home, baby. What do you got for number
1: three? Yeah, so that was one that I definitely looked at. Um, the Vikings, oh, Bears, nice. over 43 is something I definitely looked at. And the Baltimore Uh, New England game was something I definitely looked at. All very low overs. But that all led me to the New York Giants Eagles over. The 44 and a half point over. Ooh, nice. Let me check. Let me check um, something that's not Bovada real quick. 44 and a half is the number. 44 and a half. Also, kind of love. The Giants plus three and a half. Won't lie to you, but I don't want to bet on Daniel Jones.
0: Anyway. You know, it's it's actually plus four now.
1: Like that's the consensus. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like that too. The reason I went with this over, there are plays I like. The Browns um minus three and a half with the weather in Houston. I like that. But the Browns get up early. Deshaun Watson time. You never know what can happen. Um true. So Giants have played a ridiculously tough defensive schedule. I mean, they have played great defense after great defense after great defense. In the weeks that they didn't play great defenses, they've scored. Uh, two or three weeks ago, I had to play Giants-Cowboys over 56 or something like that. 56 or 55, something around there. And, uh, you know, I didn't like taking it at the time. That's a high over. But... If it's soared because the Giants to that point had played like the third hardest defensive schedule in the league. Um mm-hmm. the Eagles defense has talent. It is good, but it is not great. It's just simply not a great defense. The Giants defense is bad. Um both these offenses can score. The Giants have stayed in nearly every game. Like I I though it's weird about watching the Giants because they're a bad team. They're not a good team, but they hang around, they stay in the yep. game. So all you need is a twenty-four to twenty-seven game. You know, I I I see that that's something could very happen. And another big thing is this is not in prime time. This is the one o'clock slot, so mm-hmm. that just does make a difference on players' psyche. Uh, they don't have neither team has to travel, they're right there. Um, obviously they travel people, but they're they're point. right there. Like they're not yeah, traveling like down to Florida. Try. They're not traveling <laughs> over to Indiana. Um. Exactly. So I like this play a lot. I think Carson Wentz with a healthier Miles Sanders and Daniel Jones, who has just is explosive. That's all I'll say. He can make big time throws. He's got a big arm. He can make an 85 yard run and then trip or get sniped. I don't know what happened, but he fell. Um so <laughs> I like so this funny. play a lot. There are definitely things <laughs> about it. I don't love that's betting on Carson Wentz and Daniel Jones and, when they're two of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL this year, but two mobile quarterbacks, two bad defenses. It's hard to take, it's hard to watch a 44 point over just slide by you. 44 and a half. Is that what it is? Yep. 44 and a half. So when you have two mobile quarterbacks and two average at best defenses, it, I I like that play a lot. Yeah. And to
0: your credit and to your point, um, you know, Wentz leads the NFL in interceptable balls this year. Like nobody's thrown more passes that that should have been intercepted. He's, I think he's either first or second in the NFL in interceptions, and he's had mo- like plenty more that are tipped and dropped and that should have been picked off. So we know Daniel Jones turns the ball over. Nobody's fumbled more than him since he got into the league. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for an over and two terrible quarterbacks are playing, there's plenty of opportunities for pick sixes and fumble sixes and all kinds of stuff, so... Uh, you know, strip sacks, turnover, you know, you get kickoff goes to the 17 yard line and and then an interception on the next play, you're already, you know, in a scoring opportunity. So, I mean, that's the value of taking it over with, you know, bad, um, what's called with uh, bad quarterbacks. So I totally agree with you. I think that's a great play, a very, very good play. Um, Okay. So for my third best bet, I, I am really stumped here because there is another teaser that I really like. Um, and so you have Chicago and Seattle in yours, yeah i I really like taking the the bills up to eight and a half, and then the chargers up to seven and a half, but man the chargers are so hard to so hard to back. um what to do, what to do? Okay, I'll tell you what. we'll make it a fun one. Um, you had talked about the bills and the Cardinals uh and their the bad defenses um God, you know what? That's a lot of points, but yeah, you know what? Screw it. Let's go. I'm taking the over in the Bills Cardinals game. So we're gonna go uh over 56 and a half. Uh yeah, 56 and a half. So the Bills at the Cardinals over 56 and a half. Um, yeah, I just I mean, who's gonna stop anybody? The Bills defense is so bad. They're really bad against uh running quarterbacks as well. Um and Kyler Murray's gonna get his. Like he's just he's unbelievable. He's impossible to tackle. Um, so, you know, Tredavious white played in this game, but he really hasn't been as effective as people. I I don't know. I think everybody expected him to be so not too scared there. Um, chase Edmonds, Drake, I think is closer to playing. I don't think he will play this week. So we're going to get another chase Edmonds game. We thought he would really explode last week against Miami, but they did a really good job of keeping him in. Um, I don't think the bills are going to be able to do that. I think, I really do think this is going to be a big chase Edmonds game. Uh, so, if they're going to be able to move the ball with Kyler Edmonds, you know, obviously um, DeAndre Hopkins, Kirk's played well in a secondary receiver role the last few weeks. So, if they're going to get theirs, and you know the Bills are, um, the impressive thing about the Bills last week against Seattle is that they understood that, and Sean McDermott's a hell of a coach, they understood that attacking Seattle's pass defense, their secondary, is the way to beat them. I think Buffalo had three rushing attempts in the first half last week because they knew they just said, look, we're not going to be stupid and run the ball and give them a chance to stop us. Let's throw the ball because they can't stop it. And so if Buffalo has a similar game plan where they're going to play an Arizona team that struggles on defense, um, then, yeah, I mean, go ahead and attack them. So, yeah, I mean, this is a lot of points, but I I don't think there's any way this game doesn't get into the 60s. There's no way. It should be a ton of uh, ton of explosive stuff back and forth. So, uh, I yeah. I am I haven't had too many overs this year. That's for sure. Just taking them, but I've got two this week and it'll be fun just to root for points. That's for sure. So, but uh, yeah. All right. So then to recap you Chandler, you've got Buffalo plus two and a half minus one Oh five at Arizona. You've got a uh, two team teaser is uh, plus six minus minus one twenty juice. You've got the bears plus nine versus Minnesota on Monday night football. And you have Seattle plus eight at the Rams. And your third play is the giants. Uh, they're, they're taking on the Eagles at home and the you have the over 44.5, minus and a half minus 110 in that uh, in that game um nice plays I like those a lot I've got two team teaser plus six minus 120 Tampa Bay down to pick uh, even against Carolina and I've got Baltimore minus one at New England I've got the over uh, 50 and a half minus 110 juice in the Denver at the Raiders game uh, and then I've got the bills at the Cardinals over 56 and a half at uh, minus 110 Um, so those are our best bets for week 10 and we are looking for that elusive six in a week Uh, i'm feeling it i'm thinking it could be this week i'm hoping so um that's pretty much it chandler you got anything else for these good people
1: i don't think i do stay safe it's getting scary out there and um have a good week of betting it's almost thanksgiving
0: Yeah, we're getting there. That's for sure. Um, yeah, listen folks, uh, as always, if you're watching, if you're listening, we thank you very much for your time. Um, it's the most precious thing you have. And if you're sharing it with us, we, you know, we really appreciate that. That's amazing. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, please like the video, uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet and please feel free to leave a comment. We'd love to hear, you know, your thoughts about the picks or, 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 you know, do you have any, Plays that you love or hate? Do you like any of ours? Hate any of ours? And also with the DFS stuff, like I said, we cut it out of the show. But if it's something that you really want, you know, let us know and we'll try to figure out a way to get back in there for you. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, you know, please subscribe to wherever you're listening. Um, and if you are listening on Apple uh, Podcasts, please, if you can, leave a rating and a review. That really, really helps us out. It, it does. Uh, it does a lot. It gets our, you know, name higher up there and when people search for, you know, betting podcasts. Um, you know, the ones with more ratings and reviews are the ones that gets, you know, brought up, uh, in the search algorithm. So, you know, it's a really, really powerful thing. And it's a, if you're enjoying the show, uh, if you like what we do, then, you know, it's a great way to say, you know, Hey, thanks. I really like what you guys are doing. It really helps us out a lot. So we'd really appreciate that. Um, having said that, that's all we have for you this week, uh, new format this week. It was kind of fun, but, uh, yeah, so we'll stick to this from now on. Um, But uh, as always, uh, good luck in your bets this week. Good luck with your fantasy, with your DFS. Good luck with whatever you're doing this weekend. I hope it goes well for you. And um, yeah, as always, go Browns and everybody take care.